You're listening to Lost or Found, the podcast where we think about what can be possible in our lives. And now here's the host of the show, Dr. Michelle Choi. Hi, welcome back to the show. Today I have Father Raniero Hoffman, who was one of my original interviewees when I first started, to talk about our awakening and enlightenment. On his previous interview, we talked about forgiveness in episode two, and it was such a meaningful and powerful conversation, and it was one of my first interviews, so please forgive the stuttering. Father Raniero Hoffman is a Catholic monk at the New Camaldoli Hermitage in Big Sur, and I don't know if you previously listened to the other interviews with these monks, as I also interviewed Cyprian Concilio in The Breath of the Divine on episode 27 and Michael Fish in The Journey Through Life on episode 88. But these monks are totally soul-reaching, insightful, aiming for love at times what seems like a whole other level. I'm always floored when I speak with one of these monks. And today, Father Raniero returns to talk about our awakening, what he calls our God within us and all around us. And we use the term God loosely. It could be our faith, whichever religion you practice, the universe, your light. This conversation was very important and timely for me because sometimes I forget my light is there or I dampen it, but to remember to never forget and to live with and be guided by what is in all of us. Father Raniero begins by giving us a little homily, but check out the conversation that is to follow. And I really mean it. He is so insightful, speaks with joy always and truly loving. It was a conversation that I needed to hear at that very moment in time. Hello, Father Raniero. Hi, Michelle. It's super exciting to have Mm. you back on the show today, and I'm really super grateful. Mm. Michelle, I'm grateful to be here uh, once again to be with you and looking forward to uh, the time that we will have to, to to, to share and talk with one another today. Wonderful. And I'm really super excited about today's topic. Okay. So what, what, I, what I'm hoping to do is offer a little presentation. And then after the presentation, maybe to talk and discuss what mm-hmm. I have said, if there's any questions or, 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 or whatever. And the, the topic that, I, that I'm choosing is, is the interior power of a Christian identity. You know, Michelle, there's... there's a lot of faiths and a lot of um, traditions um, that speak about, you know, an interior enlightenment or an interior awakening um, and in a higher power or an interior power. And, and so it is also with Christianity that there is that it's all about Christianity for me is all about this interior power mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 for me, it's an important thing because I, I feel like oftentimes it's missing, or I don't see it as vibrant as as it is. Nor do I think Christians know about the vibrancy of this power that's inside of them. 
Um, and so I, I really want to talk about it for these two reasons to, to maybe help those who are listening who might be Christian um, to realize the power that is theirs. You know, they say I'm Christian, but do you realize that that's a life that's been, in, that is your life that's been empowered in, in, in a very specific way? So I want to talk about that. And, and, and I also, the second reason why I want to talk about it is because it's similar to what we hear in other faiths and in other traditions with enlightenment, awakening, you know, um, awareness, consciousness, you know. Um, and so I think it can help the, the interreligious dialogue between Christians and non-Christians and different traditions to see that there are similarities, not only differences, because so mm -hmm. oftentimes we focus only on the differences and we don't see the similarities and it's the similarities and the truth of the similarities that can really bind us together and bring us together closer in, in our attempt to live more at peace with one another. So true. Um, so so I, I, I'm, I'm going to acknowledge that I'm coming from not just my Christian background, but my Christian experience. What, what I'm saying is something that I, I, I live, that I, I is part of who I am. And I've discovered that it's part of who I am. And so I'm coming from that kind of a background. And, 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 and also, I want to focus on just a few of the, the, the Christian scripture passages, um, because I really think Jesus and those who followed him, the apostles and the early church that followed Jesus, uh, really, I, Jesus and those those people really identify, you know, this Christian, uh, this in, in interior power that's within. Their lives are grounded in it, and their teaching and their ministry um, comes out of this experience, inner experience within them. So that it's not just theory that they're bringing to view. They're talking about something that's going on very powerfully within themselves. And from that are encouraging others to be open in realizing this is for you too. And it's who you are and it's already within you. It just needs to be awakened, you know. So this is how I see that happening through um, some of the scriptures. And I'm going to be, I, I think they're profound scriptures and yet I'm not going to use a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, so, um, so I want to start with, with chapter 14 of St. John's gospel. Um, and, and in, in chapter 14, what Jesus is doing, he's gathered with his disciples and he's teaching the disciples about God, who he says is my father. And he's telling them he's also the father for the disciples. He's the creator. He's the father he, the, from whom life comes. Um, uh, and, and as he's talking, one of the disciples looks at him and says, well, you know, Jesus, you're talking about the Father. Why don't you just show us the Father? That, that's going to be enough for us, you know. Uh -huh. and, and Jesus somewhat, you sense a dismay within Jesus as he, the disciple asked that question. And Jesus says, what do you mean? You've been with me this long and you don't know who the Father is? He says, don't you know that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? Um, that I'm one with the Father, and the Father is one with me. Uh, and if you see me, you see the Father. So just those few words. Uh, if you see me, you see the Father. I am in the Father. The Father is in me. The Father and I are one. Then a few verses later, it, it's profound. I mean, it's profound. He takes it a step further that makes it so profound. 
you know, it's profound that he and the father are one. And here he is, this human person that they've been with, and the father and I are one. But he takes it a step further, and he says, I am in my father. You are in me as I am in my father. And I am in you as I am in my father. What does that mean? What he's saying there is that you, each one of you and I are in the Father, and the Father is in us. That's profound if you stop and think about it. That's profound if you take some time and, and not even think about it, but open yourself up to what's inside of me mm -hmm. to realize this is what it means to be a Christian. This is the identity of a Christian, that it's, that it's not something that I got to work hard for and do for this God who's way out there. He's saying, I'm in the Father, and I am in you because of he's in a human body and human nature, and you are in me because I am in a human body and human nature, and I am in the So you're in the Father with me, and I am with you, and the Father is with us. We are one. Mm -hmm. Not just the Father and I, but we are. And it's not just a theory. It's a, it's, a, it's a reality and a truth that has power to it. A little bit later in the scriptures, after Jesus rises from the dead, and he's about to ascend back to his Father, he, 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 he looks at the disciples and he says, I'm going to be ascending to the Father now. I want you to stay here in Jerusalem for a couple of days because in a couple of days, you're going to receive power from the Holy Spirit that's going to come upon you, the Holy Spirit, my spirit and the spirit of the Father. Then he ascends. And when he ascends, how does he ascend? He ascends in a human body with a human nature. In other words, he's taken human nature and the human body into the divinity, into the fullness of the divinity. In other words, he's, he's taking our human body and we can have all kinds of attitudes um, and presuppositions about the human body and it can't be next to God and it can't be close to God and it's bad and it's awful and sinful. And, ah! and he's in that human body and in that human nature, he's going back to the Father. He's restoring human nature and the human body from which it came and that's from the Father. Um, so, so like this whole thing about being one with God, we've come from the being of God. Mm -hmm. We are, from, from the beginning of our life, we're already one with God. And I don't think we realize that. And Jesus came to assure us of that. And he shows us that. And he ascends with the human body and human nature. And as he does, the disciples stand there and they're looking up, probably in dismay that, oh, now he's really gone. And we're left alone, you know. The story says two men, who it's interpreted as two angels, uh, come and, and stand, stand with the disciples and say, why are you looking up at the sky? Which implies, no, stop looking up in the sky. Rather, look down, deep, deep down, mm -hmm within yourself because this Jesus who is rising is now within you. 
because he's one with God and you are one with him who are one with God. And then in a couple of days after that is when he sends this Holy Spirit. And what does the story tell us is that there was a flame of fire. Above. It's an image that the, the power of God, like a burning flame, <laughs> is, is coming down upon them. And they respond and they tell us they speak in tongues, they teach, they prophesy, they go out and they minister. So, so it's not only coming down, but it's being released from within as they realize and are enlightened and are awakened to this truth that their whole life is empowered with this power of God and the power of the Spirit. So the Spirit not only comes down upon them, but through the Spirit, their human nature and their human body is joined one with the Father. And it's not something that we wait for as a Christian people until after death. It's something that we start living now, even while we're in these sin-touched bodies and in a sin-touched nature, mm -hmm. we're at the very same time one with God, who's always one with us. And for me, that's why a spiritual life and a daily spiritual practice is so important. Uh, because it's in the daily life and the daily spiritual practice that we open ourselves up to to this identity of who we say we are as a Christian people. If we're a Christian people, then that means Jesus has brought us back into this oneness with God from which we came already. It's, it's never not there. It's always been there. It's our awakening and our being enlightened by that truth that we open ourselves in the spiritual life and in the spiritual practice to say, yeah, I believe this teaching. And now I'm opening myself up to its truth. And, and as I do, that power is what begins to, um, we were talking about the protea flower means mm -hmm. transformation. That power begins to transform the sin-touched nature and, and sin-touched body so that we begin to live that fullness of life even now. Uh, but it takes our, our willingness to open ourselves and spend time with that, believing it, and in the belief, it it it. It, it opens itself up and we, we begin to know and we begin to be assured about it, you know. I hear a lot of people, a lot of Christians today saying, you know, I, I, God didn't give me faith. I don't have faith. Well, you know what? Faith is a response to something. Mm -hmm. Faith is about a belief of something that has been given to us. And Jesus has taught us this and has shown us this and has sent us the Spirit. Uh, and as we start believing in that, maybe we don't understand it. And you know what? It's so big that it's beyond our capacity of understanding. We can understand so much of it, but it's, there's much more to this oneness with God and God with us that begins to be revealed to us and within us as we as we believe it and then begin to give time to it and with it so that it can become more and more alive within us. So like, I believe we all have faith, but a faith is a response to something and it's a response to what has been given. Mm -hmm. And once a person says, okay, this is, this, is, this is what Christianity teaches, I'm gonna believe that and begin to give myself to it, then it gets awakened and then their lives get awakened and then their lives become enlightened, like we see happening in, in, in other traditions, along with a spiritual practice. You know, It's about mm -hmm. the practice, it's about yeah, this is a response to a relationship that has been given to me. 
and, and now I enter into that relationship and I give time to it. Like all relationships take time, you know, and, and opening and giving of oneself, you know. Final thing I want to say is that I hear a lot today in, in the circles that I move in about how like we're in a post-Christian era and it's true. Mm-hmm. When I think about that, I think that means Christianity um, Christianity hasn't lost its power. Its power hasn't been embodied within people, in a, embodied in a way that people allow it to be embodied in them and through them. But it's there. And, and so Christianity uh, hasn't lost its power, but the effect of its power, maybe we're in a post time of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that it's ever going to go away, not that it can't be renewed. I think, I think it is. I really believe it is. But, but I, 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 my point is this, is that the truth of living in a post-Christian era is because people, I think, have not understood the power that's within them. And it's still within them, no matter who they are or where they are, what they have done and what they have not done that power is within them. Mm -hmm. And that's the interior power of a Christian identity. Father Ranieri, you bring up so many powerful, important points, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll start off with the last, though. You know, the post-Christian era. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's a very interesting statement that you said, that faith is a response to something given to us, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I wonder with this, like, post-Christian era, because it's true, a lot of people nowadays, you know, less so talk about religion or, you know, the power of faith, <laughs> which is so important. But sometimes I wonder if it's not communicated, the communication is not up to date, you know, I, to like relate to the masses now, which mm-hmm. may be different where, you know, you grew up in a reverent time, you know. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I feel like the stuff is all there still, like mm-hmm. our you could call it sins, our wounds, our pain, our trauma. Mm-hmm. Like the opportunity is still there, but I wonder if the communication mm-hmm. could be better, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, true, you know, and if the communication were better, then the living of, of what is communicated mm-hmm. could be more evident, you, you know, whether a person goes to quote church or not, or or, or, you know, th- th- their life could be being lived b- by being empowered by this, which is the, the power of love, the mm-hmm. power of forgiveness. And we've talked about forgiveness in our, our first uh, <laughs> uh, conversation together, you know, which is, you know, the it, 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 forgiveness um, is like love and it's like faith. It's a response to something that's given. Do, do you know what I mean? And so that even though people may not, be in church, their lives can be lived in a loving, forgiving way, which would develop loving, forgiving mm-hmm. relationships between and among people. And that's and that's the power of Christianity being alive rather than darkness and confusion and separation and division, you know. Yeah. Um like, and so and so maybe and, and maybe maybe the church hasn't done uh, uh, its job too in communicating this truth about the power of a Christian identity. Mm-hmm. That it's it's like you know, I, I I don't think the church has done well, any Christian church has done well in, in helping their people realize the power that is theirs. You know, it's been more about sin and shame and guilt um, 
rather than a loving, forgiving God who yeah. calls us into power. And maybe that speaks less in in the culture like now, you know, mm-hmm. like in the times of now. Mm-hmm. Because I can't help but think that a lot of people, like, you know, they want love in their lives. Right. They're seeking it. Sometimes yes. they don't know, and sometimes the action is not, you know, what they think it, it mm-hmm. is, you know. Mm-hmm. But even forgiveness, we talked about forgiveness in our last conversation. But that's almost like a... It's like a process of transformation mm-hmm. to, you know, from what, from our pain or what has hurt us to create another more loving reaction. Right. And right. I think all of us really need that guidance, even mm-hmm. the guidance of, as you are saying, you know, like the interior awakening. We hear these words, enlightenment, higher power. A lot of us automatically look outside we look at the fire mm-hmm. but we forget to turn within mm-hmm. that's you know right. that and direction where, and that's where it is you know yeah that, that's why that's what i wanted to do using the scripture passages is because it focuses on something that's within you and it's 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 given to you you don't have to work for it mm-hmm. you know it's 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 there within you you, you know and and as I, again in the in the daily practice you know, then it, it 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 it's like feeding that fire. Yeah. It's like adding adding fuel to the flame. We're adding wood to the fl- to the flame so that it can grow and deepen within. You know? And I think with all the information out there, sometimes with all the resources, we get very distracted, mm. and then we become very misguided, mm. looking mm. outside for our answers when the answers were yeah. always in the inside. Amen. Amen. You know. Amen. And as someone who still struggles, like I still struggle with my awakening, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like I practice in my daily life, uh-huh. but I don't practice my inner life enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is something that's come up when you were talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why I have periods where I feel lost, mm-hmm. like I feel lost right now. And I think this is a very opportune conversation at the mm-hmm. right time for me. Uh-huh, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I think I'm missing the practice, and yeah. I think many of us are. Yeah, and 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 when when and we can use the that phrase and those words, um, and they can feel heavy. They can feel, gosh, I don't have enough time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and it can be sound like a burden more than something that gives life. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And when I say have this practice, I, I, what I mean is is starting small. <laughs> you know, maybe three minutes. You know, to just to just stop, take three minutes to stop in one's life and to sit quiet. And here's where the faith comes to what's been given. Here's where the belief comes to what has been given, that God is within me. And he's not a magic maker. He's not Santa Claus. He's, mm-hmm. not, he's not a God that <laughs> takes things away or gives us what we want. Mm-hmm. He's a God. God is a God. Sorry for the he, he, she. God is a God who is with us through the things that we want God to give us or to take away from us. Uh, or through the darkness or the confusion, mm-hmm. that I'm not alone, that there is a presence within. And, and, and it starts maybe with a belief, you know, and if we, if we stay with that and grow in our consciousness of it, 
what begins to happen over a period of time is that when I'm in the midst of the darkness or when I'm in the midst of the confusion, somehow I also remember that I'm not alone. Yeah. That I'm being held by a loving embrace in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the confusion. I still don't have an answer, but I have something that gives me purpose, that gives me a, a sense of confidence mm -hmm. um, that if I stay with it, not alone, but with the other, the other, then I'm going to, it's going to see me through. I will come to know. I don't, I can't know now. And that's okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, but, but it may, maybe, it, and what I'm saying is it, it just takes maybe starting with just three minutes a day mm -hmm. to, to try to, to, to become conscious, it's all about consciousness. You know, we hear in other traditions about developing one's consciousness, you know, and mm -hmm. um, it's, it's all about a consciousness or a mindfulness of that presence that, that's deep within me. And sometimes I notice, like, you know, with prayer, sometimes I rush it, you know, mm -hmm. I'll just, I randomly will pray, but then we took us a, a couple moments before the interview started and prayed just just a couple words, you yeah. know, and it's like you did it slowly, but it was it was really just perfect because it was so humbling. Mm -hmm. It was quiet. Mm -hmm. And it really did feel like, you know, God's embrace that mm -hmm. even, no matter where we are, at what point we are in our lives, if we remember that we're being held and that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. And isn't that humbling? It's so humbling. Uh, I don't know, know whether that, I want to start the interview or cry. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like this, 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 this God or the sacred or the holy, the divine can seem so big. And yet I, here I'm having an experience that's very humbling because I'm being held in the embrace of that sacredness and that holiness and that, and that divine. Yeah. And no matter what emotion you have, like no matter if you feel confused, yep. if you feel happy, yep. if you feel in like the depths of depression, yep. to just be in, be cradled. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's what it essentially is. And, and maybe, maybe you need to, to, to find a place in, in, in one's home or living mm -hmm. space that, that's very comfortable. <laughs> so yeah. that for those remains, you can rest back and rest back in that embrace and let yourself just be there. Mm -hmm. Just be. We're such a doing people <laughs> and we don't know how to just be. Yeah. And and then in this we're talking about a being in a loving embrace and let it let it hold us. You know? mm -hmm. Because really like how do you find out what's within you if you don't look a little? Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. don't take steps towards there Th that's right that's right the wanting it that's right that's why that's why i said faith and belief is a mm -hmm. response to something that's given to a yeah. response of of the depth of who we are you know a lot of people again try i remember i think we talked about this a little bit in, in our previous conversation a lot of people you know start to go within and they see all the stuff they don't like about themselves mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then they get down on themselves <laughs> i'm talking about something deeper than that yeah. Because this is deeper than that. You know, you know, and in one sense, God doesn't care about that. God cares about you mm -hmm. in the depth of who you are. 
You know, I think of uh, I think of that wonderful parable of the the prodigal son. You know, in 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 the gospel reading, who comes back after leaving his father. You know what I mean? And and he sees all the wrong stuff that he's done, and he says, "I can't go back to my father. I can no longer be my father's son." You know, uh, I've done this and this and that. I'll just go back and be his slave. And he, the father sees him coming, and the father is so overjoyed in seeing his son. He's coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. For the father, he's never he's never gone because he's always son for me, the father, you know, and he's coming back. And the son tries to tell him, oh, I'm not worthy and, and I can't be your son. And I just, what's the father saying? Get the cloak, get the ring, get the sandals, dress him up, kill the cap, we're having a party. Mm-hmm. My son, the, the father can't even hear what the son has done or mm-hmm. hasn't done. He can always say, this is my son and, and I think kind of like when we try to go within and we see the junk that we don't like, you know, there's where we need to hear God say, you're back in my loving embrace. Just be there. You know, and, and, and so we're touching a little bit here on self-forgiveness, which is the hardest thing for people to do anyway. You know what I mean? But that's what God says. You're mine. You're mine. You know. That's really beautiful because, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, you know, I mentioned this earlier, but our, our, our society has so many distractions. And, you know, I would imagine being a monk living at the Hermitage, you may not see so many of them. Oh, but like, it's not green or so- on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> but like social media is constantly yep. telling us information about where we should be, who we should be, what we should dress like, what we should be doing right now, what the ideas of success are, that we're falling for those tricks. That's right. And then we forget the real information because we're on that so much. And I think we need to be more wary about what we do with our time Mm -hmm. and what information we're getting and where it's distracting us from. Yes, yes. You're right. I mean, you know, the people who come to the hermitage, you know, and they want to talk to a monk, you know, they'll, they'll say, you know what? I feel like I'm so pulled apart as I live in the world that, that I don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's what the practice and is all about, taking time to, to, to discover who I am at my depth. To be bored. <laughs> Not to say it like that, but seriously, yeah, yeah. with boredom even, like you can think a little bit or quiet down that mind. Yeah, yeah. We don't allow for boredom anymore. Yeah. And and maybe boredom can see can seem, I mean, you hear a lot of kids, oh, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm mm-hmm. bored. You, you know what I mean? It's like because they don't know what to do. And rather than say, I'm bored, maybe say, I'm being called to just be. Mm-hmm. And just be the truth of who I am. You know, we call that boredom, but yet I think so many of us are seeking that. You know, and it's not boredom. It's about not doing, but just being who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing the worth that I am because it's been given to me. Because I think one of the saddest things to realize is this. And I think many of us are unfortunately on this way, you know. 
to have realized that God is within me, God is within you, I am within God, Amen. you are within God when we die and not realize it right now no. when we're living. You got it. That would be so unfortunate yep. Yep. to not even attempt to think about that. Right. And if you knew that that was the possibility, would you live differently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not just a possibility. It's the truth. Mm -hmm. It's the truth of who you are. You know, I am one with God right now. You know, and, and my life can have a sense of fullness even in the midst of the emptiness or the confusion or the darkness that surrounds me. <laughs> but it's within. It's got to start from there. You know, I'm not, you know, the world is in such need of, um, like, social activity. I, I mean, in, in terms of community support for those who are in need. But if, if like, social action and, you know, social justice, but if we don't, if we're not aware of that power that's within us first, we're mm -hmm. going to burn out very quickly out here. Do you know what I mean? So it, so it begins with the realization of what's within me. And from that, then I live the Christian. I'm empowered to go out and do these things. Do you know what I mean? Father Raniero, why do you think we don't trust this information? I think part of it is because... because we want to understand it and control it mm -hmm. rather than saying, I don't have to understand it and I need to let it control me. I need to, rather than control, I need to let it show me where to go and how to go. You know, but a lot of it, I think, deals with it's the rational mind that wants to understand. And, and this truth about God and God being within us and, and it, 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 it's bigger than what the mind can understand. Mm -hmm. you know, that's why I like in meditation and, you know, like in Buddhism and, 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 and a lot of the Asian traditions, you know, it's about quieting the mind. But because we're trying to open ourselves to something that's so profound and so humbling, as mm -hmm. you, you, you mentioned, um, so profound and humbling that just wants to embrace us and hold us, that it's beyond our comprehension. And so that's why we have to like say, okay, mind, I know you're just doing what you were created to do, <laughs> but there's more than what you can understand. Mm -hmm. And God is bigger than what you can understand. Um, so I need to just to quiet you so I can go there to, and, and be there. You know, um, that really um, makes sense. Like maybe... We'll never be able to understand, but you will know. You know, and you know from with a, a practice, and, and you know from a, a, a sense that I I don't even know what words to use. People will say, but I know it's true. Yeah, and it's the truth of who I am. You know, but you know it. You, you know it, and it's beyond this kind of theory knowing. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I think so many people want to try to understand it until they can understand it and put it together. But it's all about dismantling. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what I mean? And dismantling the that which keeps us bound within because we're not free so that we can get to that point of freedom. Because sometimes I think like in the Christian life, right, because I'm Catholic as well, it's like we remember hopefully to live the daily life, be kind to others mm -hmm. and 
right? But then I don't think we practice the inner life enough. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's a lot of hypocrites in people who practice religion because mm-hmm. maybe we don't do all of it, you know? Or we're not kind to ourselves. Yeah, I, I, whew, that's a big one, you know? We don't know how to be kind to ourselves. We don't think, again, it all comes into worthiness. You know, I'm not worthy to have this or to, to experience this, you know. Um, and I'm not worthy to be kind to myself because of uh, 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 this mm-hmm. happened or this is what I did. You know what I mean? It's beyond that. Yeah. It's beyond that. See, And, and again, you know, it's, it, it's because people don't know the empowerment first and get caught up in, well, I got to, I got to. I got to do this so that I can get this, so that I can uh, be worthy. I uh, because uh, I, I, I got to earn it. It's freely given. Yeah, it's freely given. God has already done it. He's already given it to us. He just wants us to accept it, like the prodigal son. How hard it was for that son to say, "I can't." The, the father can't hear the son, and the and the son's condemning himself. And the son can't hear the father. The father says it doesn't matter because you you are always you're my son and you're always worthy of my love. The son can't hear that. Sometimes what I wonder a lot about um, is who's the worst judge. And sorry for my very simplistic thinking. And I've wondered is will God be the judge of us or are we the judge of us? You know. And when I think about God, I think a lot of times we limit God. You know, is is God a he or she? Is God nothing or is God everything? You know, and I think sometimes we limit God. But I think the way I view God is, if God is all loving, right, and that is the ideal. Can't there's no there's no limitations to all loving. When we die and we review our our lives, I don't think God's gonna care. You know. I think God's going to love you no matter what you have done or not done. But I think the person you may disappoint could be yourself. Uh, you're absolutely The worst right. judge. Right. And it keeps you from living a fullness of life even now. That only gets fuller and fuller and fuller. Exactly. And if we know this information, mm-hmm. why not try a little bit more? That's right. Make things better. Mm-hmm. Allow it for you to for it to go where it will give peace to your heart. And from that you can give peace to others. Yeah. I think we are our worst judge. Uh, yeah. You, you know, and and someone has I, I read recently, someone has said, love is the judgment against judgment. So God won't judge, but we don't judge either. Yeah. Maybe because, because we know we're loved. Mm-hmm. Maybe God just roots for you, yeah, no right. matter where you are, that's what right. stage. That's right. And and I think in the end, God's going to not going to say, "What did you do or didn't do?" He's. I think he's going to ask, "What have you done with my love?" Mm-hmm. Oh man! Because <laughs> in the end, it's uh, Saint John of the Cross said, "In the end, it's all about love." Mm-hmm. So it's, I think what God it doesn't God doesn't won't care i agree with you about you know our darkness or what's god what god's cared about is how have you loved yeah that's the ultimate question to answer to what have you done with my love Mm -hmm. oh my goodness (laughs) and love is the judgment against judgment 
So when we judge others or call uh, someone else my enemy, we're judging them by what they're doing or the character of their life rather than seeing the loving God loves them too. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so my judgment, my judgment doesn't count. Because <laughs> if I believe I'm loved and God's within me, then whether the other person sees that they're loved and God's within them, I see it if I really believe the truth of myself. Mm -hmm. And so my judgment gets canceled out Yeah. by that love. So, so love is the judgment against judgment on God's part and on our part. Yeah, maybe love is, like you say, like, I hope this is what you mean, like kind of like the canceling factor. Th that's right. That's right. And, and that's know? the only way we can respond to, to the commandment, yeah. love, even your... Judgment's enemy. a rationalization, but love is... Love is seeing the depth. Mm -hmm. Love is seeing the truth of the other. Yeah. Do you think when people are like, when people don't practice or people don't realize what's within them, is it because we're afraid of our darkness or is it because we're afraid of our light? I think it's both. I, I, I think darkness can stop us. But Jesus says, I'm the light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And I think when people go in and see their darkness, they, they stop. It's the light underneath them is really pushing that up so that they'll be able to acknowledge that in truth and in humility, but continue to go deep down mm -hmm. in. You know? And then that light is really powerful. And, and it begins to affect the way I respond to other people. Mm -hmm. And we can sense that it's right, but we then begin to think, what are others going to think of me if I treat this person with kindness when they see what the other person is doing to me? Do you know what I mean? And I think that could be like part of the process, right? If you have to dig deeper for love, but you have to go through darkness, it can be painful yeah, yeah. initially or for yeah. a while yeah. before you reach the light, right. we'll hope, which hopefully will be unlimited. That's right. That's why we got to have faith and believe in what is given mm -hmm. <laughs> in those times. You know, like I'm seeing my own darkness, but my but what has been given to me tells me I'm loved in the midst of that. And so I choose that as I move through this difficult, dark time to, to so that the, the darkness itself becomes light. Mm hmm. Father Ranero, you provide a lot of religious counseling to people who seek you. Mm -hmm. What fr frustrates you about people who, well, all of us, <laughs> who may not fully see? Well, um, uh, um, frustration is, is a good word. I'm, I'm not so sure in terms of your question that I would, I would use that in my response. Uh -huh. <laughs> what, what, what happens to me is that um, if I'm working with somebody and see that happening... Uh, I, 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 I get all the more excited to like, but you're not seeing what's underneath, you know, there's something more than that, mm -hmm. you know, really, you know, in your, really believe that God's with you. Do you know what I mean? That that's, that that's not the truth of who you are. This is your truth. And so it, it kind of like, I get excited to like urge them on to keep going to, to really hold on to their truth in the midst of that which causes them frustration or causes them confusion. And anxiety. And perhaps. anxiety, right. Mm -hmm. Right. N not that the 
confusion and the darkness and the anxiety shouldn't be there. It's there. You know, I mean, we can't stop it from being. But there's something else within you mm-hmm. that's also there that's even greater than that is. And boy, I want to keep encouraging that and, and helping them to understand how I can meet, how I can bring this to this situation when they're out in the world and it's so abundant. You know what I mean? That's what the daily practice kind of like cultivates within us. Yeah. Know? Isn't it kind of shocking, though, that many of us are really the same? It's like there's so much that we're afraid of or the weight that or burdens that we carry. Mm. But many of us carry those burdens and we don't talk about it. That's right. And sometimes right. we're afraid of it, but we have to, you know, it's meant to be worked work through. And like sure. you say, I, th- I think it's really beautiful how you described it. It's there. It's there. Your frustration, your anxiety, and, you know, your sadness, it is there. Right. But there is also something else in there as well. That's right. And 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 so we got to resist trying to say, oh, I got to get rid of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to pray and ask God to take it away. You, you know, what they need to do is is welcome it and say it. Or or, or I'm bad because I have mm-hmm. these kinds of feelings. No, they're there. Or why do you exist? Mm-hmm. The pain. You know, mm-hmm. why does the pain exist? Mm-hmm. 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 To look at it like you described, like in your hand, mm-hmm. 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 because it exists. It exists. It's there. Do you know what I mean? And and I can deny it, or I can resist it. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe I can say it's there. How can I move through it, not mm-hmm. alone, but with the other? Yeah. The other who is with me always. And and if I have a practice, then that's it, that's going to help. <laughs> you know, that's why it's so important to like cultivate that sense in a daily practice of of this of this presence within me this power within me this oneness within me this being held in the embrace of god what do you think blocks people from the journey within though uh, again I, I i think they see their own unworthiness or they see their own doings or not doings and they judge their own judgments their own judgments against themselves and and mm-hmm. so that becomes greater than this sense of but i'm being held in, in the loving embrace of, of god and for people who have like a hard time going within you know and perhaps resist it is there still hope is there still well, possibility I think, so. I think so i think there's where the encouragement starts mm-hmm. in a small way start with just three minutes yeah, but 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 let it be let it be like your vitamin pill for the day, you mm-hmm. know. And every day I get up and I take what I need to take. You know, well, I, I, I give time to what I need to give to the truth of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and start th- small and let it grow. And oftentimes, the truth of who we are is very very quiet. That's right. That's you're absolutely right. That's right. And Father Venero, when you discuss practice, like is that meditation or what is, how would you describe practice then? Yeah, I, 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 I just, I, I just want to encourage people to begin a practice by learning how to be comfortable with themselves so mm-hmm. that they can open themselves up. Um, and if we're talking about a, a, a Christian approach, to open themselves up to what's within them. So they got to first of all believe what the scripture, what is given to them, what the scriptures tell them that 
the, the power of God is within mm-hmm. you. Or it could be like enlightenment. It could be the universe. It could be your higher power. Right. That there's something more than just you. Right. Right. Or what you see right now. And and, and so I'm, I'm not. Um, so here's where I want to say, in Christianity, kind of like makes that relational. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a relationship, which is is little bit distinct from the others you know it can be a power it can be an enlightenment it, you know for us it's 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 that but it's also a relationship so you know so i open myself up to a relationship mm-hmm. that wants to hold me in its love that wants to draw me into itself you know and i open myself to that so it could be like a quiet activity, whatever it is. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be like writing for some people or praying. If, if it's writing, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like to journal. Mm-hmm. I think afterwards it's important to read what I wrote mm-hmm. and be with it. Mm-hmm. Or even better, to read what I wrote and then open myself so that it can be with me. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times what comes out in the writing is, is, is truth. Do you know what I mean? And so we can have it on paper, but it's it's about embodying it within themselves. And so the practice is about being comfortable with yourself so that the depth of yourself can come forth. Yeah, That's why being in a comfortable place, in a quiet place, um, so that more and more it can take you within. That, that's why I say if it's writing, yeah. So like um, take time after, read what you wrote and let it sink deep inside. Or like if I'm out gardening, do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. out jogging or stuff that I really like about me to maybe take a few minutes afterwards to say, let that, what's that saying to me about me? What's that, where is it taking me into, into my depth, you know? Um, so if, especially if it's an activity, because we can, again, we're, we're into doing. <laughs> yeah. And this is about being. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I think it can be really hard for the world today because we're, we're such doers. And this, that's why I say start small just to be. Or in our capitalistic society, being a productive. Right. What are exactly. you making? It's my, uh, that becomes you know, the my end product. Right. That becomes one's identity yeah. rather than this truth that's deep within us. <laughs> and that's, what I'm, again, my topic, the interior uh, power of a Christian identity. Mm-hmm. That power is my identity because that power is God within. It's not something I do. It's been given. Yeah. So you're right about the capitalistic society and why, and so much today is, is you know, my identity comes mm-hmm. from what I do. Even in our talk in the car earlier about, you know, you know, uh, sports and everything, you know, it's about win, 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 win. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the best. I'm the, rather than, <laughs> enjoying the playing of the game (laughs) exactly you know yeah because i think the truth is even if you make something great it may not give you happiness if you don't have the other that's right you know that's right like being that's right that's right and i think many of us forget to be sometimes especially today or it's scary yeah (laughs) yeah it is because because we're scared to face ourselves and mm-hmm. yet when we face the truth of ourselves, we're in the, um, the powerful embrace of a loving God, mm-hmm. of the embrace of love. Would you say when someone has uh, negative thoughts, you know, 
is that themselves or is that God? Because I think a lot of people become so, a lot of religions teach people to be afraid of God. Mm -hmm. But is that themselves or is that God really, you know? <laughs> God's a loving God. Who would fear love? Yeah. So, so I mean, that, that, you know, that if, if that's where a person is, just to easily confront them, you know, that's, that's not the reality of a God who's nothing yeah. but love. And if those are your inside head thoughts, to confront yourself. Yeah, like, where's that coming from? Or to quiet. Quiet it. Quiet it. You know, again, not get rid of it, but maybe yeah. even just say, w w where are you coming from? Mm -hmm. And it could, could take us all the way back to an experience in early life where we thought we weren't loved, you yeah. know? And, and But that's not true. So we... we, 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 we we bring truth to it so that as we keep doing that, it loses its power mm -hmm. and this gains power. And also when this comes up, you say, ah, I have an option here. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that there's more than this? Do you know? Do you think all of us have to walk through mud to get to the inner light? <laughs> we're, we were created from the mud. <laughs> It's just home. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and the mud isn't all that bad either. No, stuff you know, can grow from the mud. Th that's right. Look at the look at the you know the the beautiful um, lotus blossom. Mm -hmm. It's grounded in mud. Exactly. Know. So so even our darkness becomes light, as I mm -hmm. said before. You know, and Jesus wants to be the light in our darkness. To it's, transform it into light. It's something to see, feel, hear. Yep. Yep. And perhaps even taste, you know? Yeah. And 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 I think what you said earlier in our conversation about we you know, we don't have to be afraid to talk about it. No, we have to find the right person, you know. I think that's important, you know. Um, but the more we can talk about it, the the healthier we become. Because we're we're in the talking about we're bringing it to the light. Yeah. And then in, in practice, we, we, we're just taking time to be with the light. <laughs> That's taking the place of this darkness, you know, so that we're becoming more and more full of the light. What do you see, like, now that you're here and, you know, you're away from the hermitage for mm -hmm. a little bit, mm -hmm. what are you seeing in our world? Um, I, I think I'm seeing in our world what I saw, I, that I see in our world even when I'm at the hermitage. Uh -huh. And that, and that, in the midst of the darkness and the confusion um, and the fear of the world, that there's hope, that there is something greater than it is. And I think that something greater is trying to break through. And that's, mm -hmm. and uh, it's painful, you know, it's painful. But I, I think so is, you know this well, so is the mother giving birth to the child. You know what I mean? I think, I think Mother Earth and mother world <laughs> is giving birth to something new. I don't know what it's going to be. I think even our church is attempting to give birth to something new, you know? Um, and it's going to be a lot different than what we see it to be right yeah. now. You know what I mean? And hopefully something more relatable because I think a lot of people are yearning, craving, needing this information. Mm. Mm. but somehow they're not hearing it for mm -hmm. some reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think when people are not hearing it, it, it makes you wonder if it needs to be, you know, if something needs to be said differently. I agree. You know? I agree. And yet what I'm saying, 
has been said long ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and maybe it's gotten convoluted in the centuries, you know what I mean? And and so it lost. And so as a, as I was saying, I think the post-Christian era, you know, I think it's going to come back in a vibrant way, you know. And it's going to it's 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 going to, it's going to have, have from the grassroots. It's going to, it's going to come from within people, I believe. Mhm. And 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 so so like what am I seeing? Is is that is that that something's happening within humanity um, through very painful ways, um, but God's with us in it and through it. Can could you imagine like how transformative could it be or would it be if we all realized our power within us? Yeah, you know, and I feel yeah. like only a very small percentage of people do, but right. if we all did. Right. And look through our mud and our junk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Collectively, like, what could we do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. One little light that <laughs> gives light in the darkness, you know what I mean? And yet, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And I think in order to search, you also have to quiet down the distractions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like... The, the distractions are always going to be there, but I think as we as we don't get upset about it, then you know, don't take I, it for truth. That's like right. you say, like this truth of God mm -hmm. or higher power or enlightenment has always existed. It's right. We've come from it. Yeah, we've come from. We've it. just forgotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's always existed, and don't buy like the short truths right now. It, if, that's right. Because that may not be the truth. That's right. That's right. That's right. Nothing, no thing, thing. will ever make you happy. Is that, that's right. That's right. You know? Yeah. It's. It may be nice to look a little thinner, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but who I am is the truth that. Yes. That that sustains me. Oh my gosh, Father Raniero, thank you so much for joining me on the show again today. You're it's such quite an welcome. Honor. It's, it's a privilege to be here, and it's always amazing to see what happens in the conversation. It's, uh, it's, it's an, an alive energy. See you next time on another edition of Lost or Found. If you're loving the podcast, please tell your friends. Subscribe and leave us a great review. And follow Dr. Michelle Choi on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.